Hello. Hello. Welcome to I Have, I a, have a Strange Story, story podcast. podcast. Look who's here. So this, oh. Woo. Hello. It's Lindsay. <laughs> um, it is. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. And that's Rebecca. Yeah. And um, welcome to the podcast where two sisters rel- uh, retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. Um, I think I'm a little rusty. <laughs> I think it's it's been a few weeks. It has. And I also want to. If somebody has any tips for me to tell me how to get the ring out of my glass, that light mm-hmm. ring out of my glasses, I sure would appreciate mm-hmm. it because I don't know what mm-hmm. to do, and I need it because I'm fucking old and I need it <laughs> <laughs> so that I look better on camera. But I don't need it in my glasses the whole yeah. time. That makes it look. Ugh, yeah. I ugh. mean, what can you do? nothing apparently it's fine not without it in Mm-mm. there okay Mm-mm. anyways um so yeah thanks um for having me on the show today <laughs> it's your show too so <laughs> i know <laughs> did you see look yeah i know you saw it earlier look at how witchy she's i am so witchy you guys just fucking look at I'm that. A witch. she's like motherfucking ooh, ooh. pisces witch bitch yeah. yeah careful i'm a white girl and i'm a witch <laughs> two things that are scary right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, okay, well, this is episode 82. I've been absent for how many episodes? I guess two maybe episodes? two. Yeah. 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 It's been a few weeks. I've been busy with work and not able to get mm-hmm. away. Um, so thank you, Rebecca, for keeping the show going and for your patience of with course. me. Of course. I mean... It's tough times right now, and thank you for saving people's lives. I know you don't you say that you're not, but you are, and we're not going to talk about what you do, but you're saving people's okay. lives. <laughs> well, thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate everyone that works with me because I feel like a lot of people are doing a lot to help people. But anyways, that's another here nor there. The mm. No, we're here for a show. We're here for some good story time. Yeah. Um, do you have any announcements? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, we joined, and this might be something that you may or may not know. I think you know. I think I told you about this. We joined the uh, Paranormality uh, Network. So we are uh-huh. part of a... Um, <laughs> going to see some of my messages come up. We are part of mm-hmm. a, uh, a network of scary podcasts, weird, creepy, paranormal uh, podcast, um, just network. And so we're there to support each other and, um, probably some cool, exciting things coming. I'm not sure exactly what, if you are a podcast and you want to join the network, um, you can do that. Uh, and it's just basically, you'll get your show kind of advertised on this, on a website. It's a place where you can go to find cool, creepy podcasts. And we're where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the cheers of paranormal podcasts, basically. That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like. Look, I'm wearing one of our shirts. You said you're going to work out in that later. Yeah, but when I get close, it just looks like I have on a ratty (laughs) t-shirt. But I wore it hoping to show it yeah. off and um, nobody can yeah. see it. And if, if this goes as it usually goes, then what's going to happen is whenever we have the video, it's just going to be very close up 
of just my head. It is real close up of your head. It's weird. I don't know how that happens. I don't know. I don't know how it happens. I'm trying to sit back this time. I'm hoping that this helps. I don't, I don't know. know. Well, I mean, either way, you always look good. So it's fine. Get out of here now. I've got my workout clothes Cut underneath this out. dress. I like that you have it under your dress. That's I know. Funny. I was just like, I, I was in the middle okay. of it, I, you know. And I'm going to go back to it. And so I didn't want to. I'm lazy. That's it. That's it. And I it's get fine. it. And this covers it up and we're cool. And we're cool. It works. Anyways, uh, I also just wanted to give a shout out to Serial Killer Sweets. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Check them out. That's kept me going. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, do you heat your cookies up in the oven? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, you need to start. It's You put it at 350 and it's just a couple minutes. And oh my yeah. God. I mean, we're we're probably going to do that. So basically, we have like, um, okay, I'm just going to say it. Like, we have our our high night. We get high every Friday, and we watch Aww. Rick and Morty, and we watch um, what we do in the shadows, and we eat those treats. And so, <laughs> so using the oven is probably not a great idea, but in hindsight. We'll do it before next time. And yeah, check out SerialKillerSweets.com. Uh, um, they're open every Tuesday. They ship worldwide. They're from San Antonio. They are queer-owned. They're family-owned. They're very cool. We love them so much, and they're fucking delicious. So yeah, good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably order some this week. I didn't last week because I had so many. <laughs> um, still, I had to like put them in the freezer, but I'll probably order more this yeah. week. They're very good, delicious. Um, yeah, delicious. Soups. You should look Soups into good. it. Yeah. Anywho. <sighs> All right. Shall we get on with the show? Well, I guess so. Okay. We're on episode 82. And I have a story about Wendigos, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, I'm having to hold this um, t- due to technical difficulties <laughs> as usual. I kind of wish that we had a montage of all the, like, if we could record all the difficulties we ever have and, like, how frustrated oh. that we both yeah. get and how we're both done. Oh, man. And, like, to, I mean. Just today. It is, just, it's like, just, a few minutes ago. I know. The thing yeah. is, is like all the technical difficulties that we had just now was all on my end uh-huh. because I couldn't figure out how to get you back <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to turn the light on. It's like it's just, just yeah, I don't know. we're terrible. Anyways, it would be funny if we just had a month, like a collage of like all of it and what we say and how mad we both get. Well, that's something <laughs> I mean, we can do in the future. So every single time. It's a good mm-hmm. idea when you just need to record it and keep yeah. it. All right. Okay. So anyways, since I'm having to hold the microphone, it may be a little different. So sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So I'm going first because it's episode 82. Mm -hmm. So this guy's always been interested in the paranormal. Skinwalkers and Wendigos are something he's really interested in. Okay. So one night he's driving with his dad to pick up his car from his brothers. And they'd been out since about 5 a.m. Um, so around 6 PM, it's getting kind of dark and they're driving along in his Toyota. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You want it? uh, You got it. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Toyota. Okay. So they're driving along, been out since 5 AM, 6 PM. Um, it's getting dark and he's getting a little freaked out. 
um, because they're about an hour away from the home from to get his car and he starts to smell something just fucking awful. He says it's like a mix of rotting flesh and hot rubbish. Ew. That's gross. Um, so he had an idea what it could be based on the smell, um, and based on his interests in the paranormal. And he considered that maybe he was just imagining things. That's what we all do. We all are just imagining it. It's not real. And that, that maybe, um, it was going to be okay. But then he said that his father started to moan and started to complain about the smell. Mm. And so it was confirmed that his father could smell whatever that the hot rubbish and decaying flesh was. Um, he says he knows that they were in trouble. So he started to scan the area outside of his window. Um, so there were basically steep hills on either side of the road that they were driving on. And so he's looking out his window. He's looking at the steep hills. He looks up and he saw the head of a buck standing taller than it should. Um, oh, God, my fucking handwriting. Oh, and as he looked up and saw this buck, like a deer-like figure with antlers, as he looked up and saw, I mean, it was big. And then the smell was so awful, it started to make him oh, gag. No. So the creature was basically keeping up with the car and he made a eye contact with it. Um, and he said it's like time just stopped and stood still whenever they looked at each other and made eye contact. Um, he said that it was basically beckoning him to join it, that he could feel it physically in his body, that it was like a pull, like some type of gravitational pull to, to join it outside of the Toyota, I guess running along beside it. Um, so he said that his eyes also started to hurt and that he started to basically reach for the door handle to open it and started to undo his seatbelt. And then he was just fucking terrified. He's terrified, but he wanted to see it closer. He wanted to be with it so bad. And that kind of reminds me of a woman in white and being like pulled to her, but whatever. So then he realized that if he got closer, that it was going to fucking kill him, that he wasn't going to be able to see anything because he was just going to be dead. Going to be dead. dead. Um, so then he said his dad started talking and he could barely hear him at first. It was like very quiet, very much in the distant distance. Um, but then as his dad kept talking, he felt like he broke free from whatever the trance was that he had with this creature. Um, and the car just kept speeding along and his dad was talking about lightning and fire. Um, so then he finally got to his car. And he messaged his best friend and she helped him calm down as he talked to her about what his experience was and what he saw and smelled. Um, And he says that this happened to him about a year ago. And since then, he's moved about an hour away from where he was living. And he never really talked to his family about it because his family didn't really believe in the paranormal or these types of experiences. Um, He says that sometimes he still smells that awful stench of the, the rotting um, corpse basically in the, the hot trash. Um, and because he still smells it, he feels like he's being watched by whatever this creature was. So based on what he's shared, I feel like he thinks that this was probably a Wendigo, Mm -hmm. um, that was following him. What I think is interesting about it, if it is, I can understand why you would think it would be a Wendigo because the deer head and the antlers, and then the, um, the smell of a rotting corpse, Mm -hmm. That, that all goes along mm-hmm. with it. But I couldn't, I haven't found anything that really spoke to it, like pulling you into a trance. Do you 
know anything about that? Um, so Wendigos, what we know about them is that they are creatures that represent cannibalism, right? Decay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then they're also creatures of lure. So usually they will mimic something that um, that sounds familiar to you. So in this yeah. case, to me, this is still a luring creature because it, it there is this beckon, this pull to go and join it. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was. He didn't have any control over it. Basically, control. Yeah. I just hadn't read anything about them taking control away. I don't doubt yeah. it, but I just hadn't ever heard. That was new piece of info. Everything else points to it being a Wendigo, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. um, so I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to share just a little bit about Wendigos. Again, it's a, it's a demon that appears human, and it's not. It's usually not bestial. It can. It usually has a deer head, but it's very humanistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read somewhere that there was another creature that was very similar to a wendigo but it had a uh wolf head oh. i forget what they said it was called but it's not a wendigo wendigos always have like deer shaped heads they don't have other shapes um let me see they're usually found up north usually in canada but up north is where people usually see them so i'm assuming that this story took place up north mm-hmm. um some people talk about seeing them in california too yeah um let's see they're usually associated with winter famine mm-hmm. um, and the, the smell strong of decay. Um, they usually involve murder, insatiable glee, greed, cannibalism, um, cultural taboos. And then I talked a little bit more about this before, but there is even a diagnosis from it called Wendigo psychosis. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's a culture bound syndrome with symptoms uh, where people have like intense cravings for human flesh. Mm-hmm. And they eat human flesh. Also, I think known as cannibalism. (laughs) (laughs) But usually like these type of circumstances, like somebody would get that diagnosis out of like an extreme situation. Mm -hmm. When people are put in these really extreme situations and they maybe result to cannibalism. um, I think that's really where Wendigos come into the picture um, when we talk about the folklore. There. I think that there is that, but then there, just going back to that psychosis, I guess, whatever. So, Mm -hmm. um, so not only, so, okay. So to become a Wendigo, I think you have to eat a person. Is that correct? Okay. So then there, there's other stories too. And I think this has to do with, um, native, uh, Americans or indigenous people, Mm -hmm. um, who, um, for instance, I, can't, I wish I could remember the specifics of it, but what I, I'll remember, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. But it's basically about a man who um, who lived alone with, like, he. I think he separated from his tribe. They were traveling, or maybe it was just wintertime, and they were all huddled up together somewhere. I can't remember the specifics, so please forgive me on that part. But they were, it was like 16 people. They were all mm-hmm. in this place together. And by the time they were able to reunite with the tribe, just he came back. And they were like, dude, where's your family? And he's like, uh, the Wendigo told me to eat, eat them. And so he fucking right. ate 18, like 16 people, children, yeah. adults, who, you know, all of the people. And in that, in yeah. that sense, unless you were gone for like a year, 
and you had food sources or whatever, like you can't go through 16 people that quickly unless they're all dead and dying. I don't know. Yeah. There's probably it's, it's a lot of people to go through. It's a lot. Hmm. Um, so in that sense, his excuse or his, um, I don't, don't want to say excuse, but his reasoning was because it was a Wendigo that kind of yeah. took over his body. He was kind of possessed by this thing, and that's why. I think he actually, I can't remember if he ended up dying or if he got an exorcism. I can't, uh, like I said, I don't remember the specifics, but there was that one case. It's not simply a case of, I need to eat you to survive. It's a case of... yeah. It's he, he came it it, just like greed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was just I got so excited. Yeah. It's just greed. Mm-hmm. It's insatiable greed, and I don't know. It's it is interesting. Yeah, and I've talked about this before because I think before I was like Wendigos are like a metaphor for a life, <laughs> and like because I want to get a tattoo of a Wendigo, mm-hmm. but conceptually, it's a metaphor explaining a pattern of domination by which groups dominate. Or violently destroy and displace people. Mm. So it's Wendigos are basically an expression of dark human nature. True. Like really, that's what I think. And I think, I mean, I think humans are just the most selfish, like destructive, you know, animals. And mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. so, like Wendigos to me represent life and people and you know everyone around us. Yeah. Um, that dark side. So I really like Wendigos. Yeah. yeah. And everybody has the dark side. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all just to different extremes. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did read about their powers, because I was interested in, um, I'm so black and white, so I have a hard time. Because like with you saying that the luring of him was basically what Wendigos do, and him being taken over, I see that. But I was looking up their superpowers. And basically, the, some of the superpowers they have is like um, extreme strength and drive. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they can just keep going and going and going for a hunt and a kill. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And even though they appear as if they're starving, they still have the energy to keep going. And so, basically, they can chase you to your death. Yes. Um, so, that's interesting. But I was looking to see if they had anything else, like, you know, to take over your mind mm-hmm. or whatever, which I guess they essentially do whenever they they talk you into to eating um, human flesh. I t- also was reading other ways that you can kill them. Oh, cool. And there's lots of different theories on how you can kill them. Some say it's just like a simple gunshot, but I also read that you have to cut their heart out and then you have to place it over a fire and like burn it to death. And then I also heard that only shamans can, can, um, get rid of them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's not one way I can see the, I can see the shaman Mm -hmm. because the, these are these, this folklore originates from native Americans Mm -hmm. Um, so I can see that being the case. I also really like the idea of having to cut out the heart and burn it. I think that's fun. <laughs> maybe, maybe it has to be a shaman that has to cut out their heart and burn it. Cut out the heart and like, burn it. Like, do you it. roast it? Because you said hold it over a I fire. I felt like, I know, I felt like you put it on a spigot and like turn it and like. Make a little yeah. toasted marshmallow out of it. Make sure that it's completely toasted. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that's all I've got for this story. That's great. Yes, thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. But also, I would like, I do have an announcement. I have an announcement. I've been watching all the Harry Potter movies. Yes. Yeah, I cried. It's great. It's I fucking cried. So good. I drank a bottle of wine last night and I watched Harry Potter. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Which ones, which ones did you watch? 
I don't know. Like all of them. I've been watching them from the beginning oh, okay, and cool. going. Okay. And so spoiler alert, I watched the one <laughs> I don't want to say because what if people haven't seen it? Everybody has seen it, but you, I know, I know. Go on. Um, but I, I'm, I just watched the one where somebody very important dies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about Dumbledore? Did you cry? Yeah. Did you know that he was going to die? I did. Um, I didn't think he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And um, I really thought that, what is his name? Nape? Is that his Snape? name? Snape. Snape, yeah. <laughs> I really thought that Snape was maybe in on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I know that he's bound to protect the bad side. Um, and so I thought that maybe he was in on it and he, cause the whole time I had a weird feeling about Snape, but then I thought that maybe he really was an okay person. Yeah. And so whenever he showed up and went like told Harry Potter, like to be quiet, I was like, okay, they're all in, like, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what the fuck? It's not okay. Yeah. But I also read that it's um, not, I wasn't, I was told that the book is different in that scene. Gosh, I haven't. And that it's not, it's, it's not Snape walking up and telling him to be quiet that he actually had his invisible cloak on and then Harry did. And then he was like stunned and couldn't move and couldn't do anything. And that Dumbledore did that on purpose for him to watch. I, you know, it's been a while since I've read the books. That's actually my favorite book. It's um, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Half-Blood Prince. The, yeah. I mean, I know I'm going to say this. Everybody says it. The book is fucking fantastic. It's like this long and I know you're never going to read it, but maybe you can listen to it. It's really good. Um, Maybe. Yeah. This is the other thing I have to say, because this is what happens in all movies and all series. And it's what I go on and on and about. Like Star Wars R2-D2 doesn't get enough credit. Mm. The droids don't get enough credit Mm. ever. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it kind of pisses me off because they are good droids that do a lot and they save a ton of people. So there's that. And that pisses me off. So the same thing with Lord of the Rings. Nobody cares about Sam. Sam fucking carried Frodo the whole goddamn way. Okay, number three. Harry Potter is not that great. <laughs> He's not. He's not that great of a everybody wizard. Everybody just helps yeah. him. Yeah, everybody just fucking helps him along the way. There's nothing special about him. He doesn't have special powers. He's not a great... Like I think the reason he's why not great at magic. he is great in the sense of... Um, the Harry Potter verse world is because he's the only mm-hmm. person to survive a um, unforgivable curse. So, and he okay. backfired because his mom has protected him, mm-hmm. and he backfired that yeah, curse onto Voldemort. I mean, I get it, Lindsay, but I think that's the point of it too. I just agreed with you. Fucking no, done. I just agree with you. I think that's the point of it too okay. is to say you can't carry this burden on your own. That you have to have people yeah. help you, and and your and yeah. friendship is important, and um, yeah. So I don't. I, I agree with you. I don't think. It, I don't think Harry Potter is that great of a wizard. Like fucking Hermione. He's not. She's good. Hermione. Hermione. It's not Hermione. Apparently, everybody's pronouncing it incorrectly, but it's Hermione. Hermione. That's yeah, what I, I say. That's what everybody says, but it's not. But yeah, and the same thing about Dobby too. Like he is. So in the movie. So who's that character that everybody hates in Star Wars? The one that talks shitty and... Um, oh, fuck. Why can't I think of his name? I've been saying his name all week because I've also been watching the Clone Wars, the cartoon, yeah. which is actually really fucking yeah. good. Uh, why the fuck can't I think of his name? Yeah, God but damn anyways, it. I can't think on the spot. Jar Jar, Jar, Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, so in my opinion, like... Ah, Jar Jar! For, for 
seriously. Like, um, Dobby, in my opinion, was portrayed much like Jar Jar Binks in the movies. Mm -hmm. In the books, he's a very important character. He has vital roles. He's very supportive. He's very magical. And they just make him kind of seem like, in my opinion, kind of like this shitty little weirdo side character. But he's really... He's really a pretty amazing character in the books. Anyways, way mm. off topic, but I'm glad you brought it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just thought you'd want to know. I thought I'm you'd very, be proud. very, very That very I'd have been. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. And I don't know why I didn't get into it sooner. I think it's because I was a little asshole about it. But mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, and actually, the end of the movie, that's kind of what Harry alludes to, is that you can't get through anything without love and without friends. And, I mean, it's, it's true. Yeah. Um, I just hate how everyone is like, oh, the Harry Potter, you're Harry Potter. Like, oh, Harry's here. Like, just like, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, but he gets kind of, he, he gets backlash even... from that too. Like people are like, you're not who we thought you are. You're just causing, uh, causing trouble and we don't believe you anymore in a way because he's, yeah, bless his he's, heart. Sa- he's signaling like, no shit's going to happen. And people are like, you're just looking for attention now. Yeah. Anyway. I'm glad that, yeah, I'm glad that you saw it. I'm glad that you like it. Hufflepuff pride. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Anyways, that's all I got. All right, cool. Thanks. Um, So I have a story, and this is a sweet, sad story. Aw, come on. I've already cried enough. I know. Well, hard enough watching all the Harry I don't colors. think you're going to cry on this. I think that you're going to like this, hopefully. Okay, so this is a story about Jen and her wonderful nanny, who they were basically pizza, peas in a pod, just best friends. Um, they had a very special relationship. And uh, on October 31st, one day before nanny's birthday, nanny passed away. Very sad. Um, so she passed away before Jen got to say goodbye and Jen was fucking devastated as she should be. And, um, she'd always hoped that her nanny would come back and visit her kind of in a spiritual way. Um, Mm -hmm. so a couple months went by, nothing happened. And before you know it, it's Christmas. Um, so her father and his new wife had moved in with Nanny before she passed away to help her. So he's living in her house now, and that's where they decide to have Christmas together. So um, they're unwrapping gifts. They're having as good a time, I imagine, as they possibly can without their Nanny being there, who's a beloved member of the family. Um, And after all the gifts were open, um, her father presented her with one final gift, and he said... um, he said, your nanny made this for you before she passed away. She opened it up, and it was this beautiful painting. Um, she didn't say what the mm. painting was. I should have asked. I forgot about it until just this moment. Um, <laughs> so um, she was so happy with the gift. She was she was looking at it. She held it close to her. She hugged it. And then um, she put it on the table next to her just to kind of admire it. And um, she put it on this little table next to the couch, And on this table and all over the house, there's these cute little touch lamps. You can just imagine Mm. this like in an old person's home. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You touch them and they go through a series of like low, medium, high light and then they turn off. And um, her nanny fucking loved these lamps. She had them all over the house. They were hand painted. They were very special to her. Um, 
And so she put this little picture uh, on that table next to the lamp. And then um, all of a sudden her touch lamp went from low, medium, high for three cycles. And then the bulb blew out. Um, <laughs> and her dad was like, well, that's weird. And, um, and he replaced the bulb. They kind of thought nothing of it. They were like, these are kind of old and they're faulty. They probably, you know, it's no big, it's fine. And I think even she was like, okay, uh, <laughs> that's weird, but yeah. whatever, I'm going to get over it. Um, but then she also noticed that there was a ornament on the Christmas tree that started kind of moving back and forth on its own. Um, this ornament um, was a penguin ornament, which was special because, like I said, Nanny and Jen had a very close and special relationship. And um, before Nanny passed, Jen had got her a little stuffed penguin. And she says, I want you to have this to think of me you know, so that you don't get lonely whenever I'm not here. And her nanny fucking loved it. Like, she took it everywhere. She was constantly, like, holding it and hugging it. And she just loved it so much. And Jen got one that matched. So they had – it was kind of like a BFF necklace, you know? Um, That's cute. Yeah. And before um, – so so whenever her grandmother died, they had an open casket funeral. And Jen went up, and she had her grandmother touch her little penguin – uh, before they buried her. So that was kind of a significant thing is to see this little ornament swing back and forth. Um, and uh, she had thought about it and thought maybe that was a message from her grandmother. Um, so she she now um, carries a necklace that was her grandmother with her. And she keeps it in her pocket or keeps it on her at all times so that she can feel closer. Um, she says now she, um, she openly talks to her grandmother. She tells her how much she loves her, how much she misses her, um, how, um, you know, how much she wishes that she was there with her. And she says that whenever this happens, she'll be driving under a streetlight and a light will go out. She'll, she'll say out loud, I love you. And a streetlight will just fucking go out. (laughs) It is sweet, right? So recently, um... She decided to contact a medium so that she could tell her grandmother just how much she loved her and missed her. Um, she just mm-hmm. also wanted to convey, you know, that she's sorry that um, she wasn't there to say goodbye. She wished that she had been at her wedding. Um, and she also wanted to apologize for not finding a medium faster. <laughs> Jen. <laughs> <laughs> So she finds somebody to talk to. Um, She says that whenever she starts talking to this woman um, and telling her story, a light above the medium fucking goes out. And uh, the medium said, there's a woman here. And she says, you know the significance of this light going out. And she is laughing and smiling. Um, So this is just the very last part of her story. Um, She just to kind of solidify this medium, um, this medium mentions very specific things about her family, um, and memories of her, of her as a child. Um, so she did get to communicate, uh, with her grandmother again, although just in my opinion, I think that she's able to communicate with her grandmother anytime that she wants. I think her grandmother is listening to her. I think her grandmother knows how much you love, you love your, you love her basically. Um, 
and in just my opinion, this is what I think the la- the lamp cycles going through. I think that was her grandmother telling her, you know, like I love you, going through it three times. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a sweet story. Mm-hmm. I think that everybody. Um, ah, that'd be so nice for everybody just just to be able to have that. First of all, to fucking have a relationship with your grandmother, like we never had a relationship. Yeah. I don't understand any of that. Yeah. Um, So I think that that's a very special relationship, but also just to be able to communicate with your loved one like that too is very special. Um, Just some research on that. um, And I didn't do a whole lot. I did this like weeks ago and just kind of forgot about it. Sorry. Um, So ghosts use a lot of energy to manifest. So that Uh is energy taken from... um, from electronic devices, from from people, anywhere that you have energy, that's how they're going to be able to draw from it and and communicate with you in any way that they can. I think that in this type of situation, she was able to draw energy from the lamp to give her a message, and then it blew out because it took so much energy to get that across. Um, I think that... Um, uh, the I think that Jen feels like she's attracting spirits and believes that her nanny is watching over her. Um, I think that that is very true. Like I said earlier, I think that your grandmother is with you all the time. Um, let's see. And I think that's all I got. I mentioned all the all the uh, all the research I done. I got that from investigationnj.com. If anybody wants to check that out, that's my source. Gotta cite my source. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I think that after doing this show for a while and doing so much research on mm-hmm. ghosts, my like opinion of them has changed, and I don't find them theoretically. I'm like, well, it's not scary. It's really just somebody trying to communicate, needing help, or visiting, or communicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it's really not anything. Um, typically, it's nothing like devious, or you know yes. what I mean. It's not related to demons or anything bad. Um, I typically think of them as stories like this with the grandmother visiting and saying hi by turning the lights on and off. Like it's, it is, it's very sweet. It's cute. It's cute. I'm glad that, I'm glad that you said that and that, I mean, every, anybody can believe whatever they want. Basically we don't have any really hard Mm -hmm. evidence about this. Um, but it, we have to think of, in my opinion, we have to think of things, um, that may seem scary or things that we don't understand on our end as a way of communicating. And so, so if, if, I mean, if you like, if you hear things or if you see things, um, it's just a form of manifestation and a form of communication doesn't necessarily mean Mm -hmm. something that's out to hurt you. Not to say that there's not a whole lot of things out there that, that do want to try to hurt you, but um, also I think, um, it's just trying to get a point across and that point even may be, I don't want to talk to you. It, you know, yeah. you go into a place, you get an EMF that's like, get out. And it's not because they want <laughs> necessarily to hurt you, but it's cause it's like, this is my place. Get the fuck out of my home. Yeah. I did not invite you in here. I did not ask for your presence. So please leave. We do the same yeah. fucking thing to ghosts. If you yeah. think about it. We ask, we them, ask to them to leave. Yeah. And if you think about being in, an, in a place where you hate being around a person, you have to be around them all the time. It's miserable. It's yeah. awful. And you want them yeah. to leave or you or, leave. Yeah. So, oh. Somebody's just got to go. <laughs> yeah. 
It's not yeah. work. We're all adults here. Let's if talk it out. Both, Someone's yeah, if you if you have two beings, alive or not, that come together and live together and y'all don't fucking like each other, shit's gonna happen. And that's yeah. it. One of y'all has to leave, just like you said. Yeah. So try to make the best of it exactly. or be nice. Just be kind. Living, yes, that's living always the dead. moral of the mm-hmm. story. Yes, just be kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I got, unless you have anything else you want to share. I don't. I'll be finishing up Harry okay, Potter. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'll let you know. Yeah, I'm at the, yeah, I'm at the, you know, the blood prince thing. I can't believe that you've made it this far and didn't know that Dumbledore was going to die. I didn't know. Oh, dude. I had no idea. I, remember, I saw that movie. in the th- So I, I, I read all the books. I saw all the movies. Yeah. And of course, the books come out before the movies. And yeah. whenever I went to go see The Half-Blood Prince with my husband, like I knew the point was coming. And I was getting so anxious. And I was like, I couldn't watch it. And I started crying. John's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, like, I don't think that John knew that Dumbledore was die- was going to die. And he's not as invested in it as I am. He likes yeah. it, but he's, you know, I made him figure out what house he was in. All these years, I had no idea. I had no idea because I wouldn't talk yeah. about it with anybody. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, whatever. Yeah. Like, I, it really was a shock to me. I had no idea. <laughs> I love that. I am so glad you weren't spoiled by it. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. I wasn't. I had no and clue. Lindsay, it's just so, it, it's just so amazing because you went... I don't know how long the half blood prince been around, but you went <laughs> this fucking long without hearing one goddamn spoiler about that. Uh-uh. Especially in a movie. Like I could have told you. I know. It's so I know. weird. Congratulations. It's funny. You made it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Here's another spoiler. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker is Darth what? Vader. Just in case nobody knew that. Get out of here. <laughs> no way. I've been so the the Clone Wars. Have you watched no. the Mm-mm. cartoon? Does mm-hmm. John? All right, then I'll just talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could watch it. I guess it's really. Do I have good. to watch all the movies beforehand? I'm sorry. I'm just not a Lindsay. You talk about you talk uh, about Harry Potter being the one, but. What the fuck is every one person in Star like Prince Skywalker? What's his name? Luke. Luke Prince. Luke Skywalker is the one. He's the Jedi that the whole world depends well, on. No, there's actually a lot to that. Rebecca. Oh, really? That, that this isn't sense. just Jesus. Yeah. He's no, this isn't it Jesus. Makes sense. It's because okay. no, it's because he has a part of the dark side in him too. And whenever they say that he's the one that's going to change everything, it's because he fucking is. It's because he went from being Jedi to being on the dark side, the fucking like Lord of the Luke dark Skywalker. Side. And it, it, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Anakin. Yeah. So, but, but Luke is his mm-hmm. son. He's a descendant mm-hmm. of that. And so he has that same struggle with, within himself. He doesn't have any struggle with and darkness. He, What's okay. Well, listen, I think this has been good, <laughs> but I think, but I think we're going to have to wrap this up. <laughs> I'm sorry if I have to say and well, but, but then he also struggles with that being his father. And then he has to kill his okay. father and all that. Okay. Shit. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I didn't yeah. give it a chance. Yeah. Well, he his father cuts his arm off and all That's that. That's true. Shit. 
And he kisses his sister. Uh-huh. So it's like her and Stargirl. Yep. Did. That's fine. Yeah. Um, there's more to it, but they're, they're really, um, theoretically, there really is something behind that those the, the Skywalker family does change the outcome of everything. Because if Anakin never went to the dark side, then a lot of stuff wouldn't have happened. Okay. I got and you. I got you now. Yeah, I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So there is more behind that. But anyways. But anyways, it's okay. okay. We don't have to talk about it today. All right, cool. Um, all right. Well, I guess... Oh, if you would like for us to read your story, you know, send us a story and we'll read it. You can send it to us at um, I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com or you can send it to us on Instagram or Facebook or I think there's a Twitter account there out there, and never, and never but we don't yeah. do anything with it. We also have a Snapchat account that we don't do anything with. Um, so, you know, you could just send us that stuff that way. Any way that you can get it. Um, yep. You could mail it, but I don't think we're checking your mail right now. Nope. <laughs> we're not checking our mail um and uh you can um subscribe rate and review us uh, if you feel like mm-hmm. you want to give us a review please give us a nice review and if you do that take a snapshot of it send it to our email address with your physical mailing address and we will mail you some stickers and yes. uh, i think that's it it's been a while since i've done an outro too so I know. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> yep. I guess until next time. Bye. Bye. I'm going to stop this. What do we stop I first? guess. I mean, we can do it at the same time. I don't think it matters. Ready? Okay. One. Set. Okay. Go. <laughs>